This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening. My name is Vinnie White. This is the Vinnie White Show. It's on for an hour. It's a news baguette with meaty chunks of news and opinion, comedy salad, and a highly notable absence of any professionalism. If you'd like to text the show, it's 71010. All right. Pat's pressing buttons. He's the producer. He produces the show which uh, is why he has that title. I would say that also one of the jobs of Pat is to tell me when we're not doing a show or our boss. Who is our boss, anyway? Mike Ben Dixon. Yeah. You know what I would have liked to have known? That there wasn't a show last week when I came in and prepared for two hours. Well, someone uh, certainly ought to have told you that. Did you notice that I emailed you about six o'clock last week saying, by the way, for tonight's show, can we use this clip, etc., as I normally do? Did you notice that email or were you drunk and at home enjoying your New Year's Day? I wasn't home, but I definitely was out uh, not able to access my work email, that's for sure. When you came in, whenever day you did come back into work and you noticed that there was an email, did you think, oh, looks like Vinny came in last week then? I didn't think you... I, when I got the email, I thought, oh, he's getting ready for the sh- must have been getting ready for the show and forgot that he wasn't doing one. I didn't think you would have come in, but I get, if no one told you, I of course you came in. Yeah, and I dragged Amanda Capito in as well. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and the worst thing is I did quite a lot of preparation for the show because I know regular listeners will think that I don't do any, but you'd be absolutely stunned how terrible this show can be and how I actually do embarrassingly prepare for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did quite a bit of preparation. I was going to do a look back at the year. And um, the only time I actually knew was four minutes before what I thought was going on air last week. I walked up here and all the lights were off and you weren't here. Yeah, no one would have. I think no one would have been there for 24 hours. Yeah, so then I turned the radio on thinking, well, what is it if it's not me? And it was just Barb the Julio reruns. Yeah, we just, that's, you know, we get two days like that a year, Christmas and New Year's, and it's well uh, appreciated. I'm sure you would yeah. have appreciated it if someone had I let would you have know. I very much appreciated not coming in last week and not getting paid for preparing a show that I'm not going to do. But it's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? It was all right. We went for a pint anyway. I just said, well, we're here now. Yeah, that's the, at least where we're located. You never really can complain. Ah, I'm down here late on a weekend, you know. Yeah. And right. then, because I quite often feel creative on a Sunday, I wanted to use it. So I, I thought, why don't I do something creative instead of, obviously, I can't do the show. So I wrote a tune on my keyboard. You're kidding. Yeah. Absolutely awful. Didn't but, know you were a musician. Oh, I guess you're not if it's that bad. No, it's, it's really quite tragic. I'll play a snippet of it next week when it's finished and uh, no doubt your ears will bleed profusely. Um, I was away for Christmas. I went to Mexico. I left on Christmas Day thinking, no one flies on Christmas Day. Everyone flies on Christmas Day. Absolutely. I've never seen Pearson that packed. Yeah. Absolutely packed. But it was all right. Um, went down to Mexico City. Never been there before. It's nice. Uh, saw some funny things. Funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Mexicans trying to ice skate. <laughs> That's good. Absolutely hideous job. They really did. It was to say it was Bambi on ice is not even close. It's Bambi on ice if Bambi is a raging alcoholic. Was it just like a free skate or were they playing hockey or was it a ballet type show? So first of all, it's free. 
So, and Mexico City has 22 million residents. Yeah, 22 million. And an unstable power grid, how do they keep a, a rink frozen? I don't know. I wanted to know that because it was 20 degrees. Yeah. So, you imagine if you go to 22 million people, hey, guys, you want to come downtown since no one's working at the moment and do some ice skating? They go, yeah, I'd love to do that. I've never seen ice and ice rinks. Let's definitely do that. So the lineup to do it was four and a half hours. So I'm out. I was going to do it because I wanted to show off because I can ice skate. And it's very rarely in life I'm actually really, I'm considerably better than other people. You'd be Gretzky down there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. But basically, four and a half hours of a line... Right. And then essentially it was almost like you were still in a line, but it's just someone to put blades on your feet because they were going that slowly and they're hanging on to walls. Is this is this all right? I think this is all right. This is just a cultural reference, isn't it? Well, you, it happened. Yeah, it happened. And I, I apparently you can say anything about Mexicans. It doesn't matter anyway. Also, they're definitely all rapists. <laughs> Might get in trouble on that one. (laughs) That is not a fact, but apparently it's all right for the most powerful person in the world to say. So it must be all right then. What could possibly go wrong there? Um, Right, so that was good. And also I did... uh, I might talk to Amanda about this later because I know she's been to Mexico City. Did a boat cruise. So there's an Aztec old town, um, Mexico City, and it's built on essentially an old lake bed. Terrible place to build a city. It's absolutely ridiculous. First of all, it's not that far from a tectonic plate, so quite regularly there's tremors. Then you build the whole thing on a, on a basically a, a lake that's now been filled in. That's not great foundations. So it's a bit of a silly place to build a city, but so so many cities, including if you're walking around outside right now, this one, where I don't know what anyone was thinking when they thought, let's build a settlement by that lake, shall we? Yeah, what's it like now? It's 25 degrees, August, isn't it? What's it like in winter? Forget it. Forget it. What is that? I can't feel my bloody nasal hair. What is that? Who decided to build this place? Yeah, the whole city's like a wind tunnel right now. It's pretty rough. Awful. And I used to live in Ottawa, and that's even worse. Yeah. And if you're listening to this in Winnipeg, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a red-faced chick and a bit of ice skating and some winter sports, but not for that long. It's barely ever above zero. And then when it is, it's just mosquitoes. Oh, yeah, that's even worse. What is wrong? 22 million people in Mexico City, 36 million people in this country, the second biggest country in the world. I know why. This place isn't livable. What are we doing here? There's no need to be here. And if you don't believe me, just put your hand out the window. See? That's not human. Nearly died today walking around. Then I got a bicycle. Forget it. Can you believe the wind chill on a bicycle? I saw a bloke today, I'm not making this up, on a motorbike. How many layers of leather did he have under there? Last night I said there's people leaving the club in, you know, dress shirts. What is that? Suit pants and dress shirts walking, you know, up the street. Unbelievable. Actually, I saw a little bit of that. I went to Two Cats last night. Two Cats is a club for people that um, have a Peter Pan complex and refuse to admit that they're actually very old but they like to think they're still in their 20s because they probably spent most of their 20s raising children. They're now divorced. They've tried internet dating, and it didn't go that well. So they go to an older man's meat market, which happens to be next to a strip club. So if you don't pick up, you just go next door. Perfect. Yeah. 
I am courting at the moment, so that wasn't my agenda, but I did notice a lot of scantily clad people. And uh, if ever, anyone ever thinks uh, you grow old with grace and become uh, slightly more mature, go to Two Cats. Because, uh, honestly, the people in there are more drunk than, like, a ski resort when you're in your 20s. Or, a, you know, a Caribbean holiday where it's free booze. It is insane. At one point, I had three bottles of beer. I was only with two people. Really? How is that even possible? I bought one, and the other two went to the bathroom independently and then come back and bought me one. I was like, I've got three bottles of Corona. I could start my bar here. <laughs> You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio. News, News Talk 1010. 2016 was a year that was peppered with a great deal of sadness. But here in Toronto, it wasn't all bad news. There was some good stuff that happened in amongst the bad stuff. And I would like to look back at it. But to make it a bit of fun, I'm going to play a little game with you, Pat. One of these articles that I'm about to look back is fake. I'd like you to tell me which one it is. Sounds like a plan. Uh, There's quite a few of them. So uh, give us a while. Anything sounds like BS... You buzz in. If you get the fake news story correct, I will give you a free, no cost whatsoever, pen. Ooh. Or, if you want, I'll give you two canvas prints from mrphotocanvas.com, which is what I've already given you, thereby alleviating me to give you anything. Clever. Um, All right, so guess the BS. In this. Uh, 2016 was an interesting year here in Toronto and Canada, really. Prime Minister and boy band Waxwork Justin Trudeau released uh, official photographs of himself with baby pandas at Toronto Zoo last year. People loved the picture, noting the youthful looks of Canada's other Justin. Uh, the pandas thought they were photogenic. Uh, when Justin deals with the psychopathic egomaniac in the USA next year, he will probably be developing black circles around his eyes too. A lot of people gave him jip. I gave him hassle for being, not necessarily for being good looking, but for not doing work and just constantly taking photos. Is that his fault with the media? Hmm? Anyway, that happened. Uh, the United Church Review Committee recommended the removal of a controversial Scarborough minister here in Toronto who defies herself as an atheist. Uh, she's still not defrocked, actually. Her name's Greta Vosper. She lives on as a fellow atheist. I admire her sentiments. You can be loving and caring without a mystical fellow with a beard in the sky. She just advises people to tune their soul GPS in to be kind, really, and crack on. Uh, She currently still has that position. Also in 2016 here in Toronto, two women whose obnoxious and unruly behaviour, which was smoking and guzzling duty-free booze, forced a Cuba-bound flight to return to Toronto under a military escort. Do you remember that? Yeah. And they were given a conditional discharge, uh, two aspirin and a Gatorade. They were ordered to pay about $8,000 in costs, enough to buy probably about 800 bottles of wine, isn't it? Or as they call 800 bottles of wine, Tuesday. Um, they're quite sexy, as I remember. Do you remember them? No, but, you know, party drunk girls, you know. It's funny that, isn't it? Them. Yeah, they. it's funny how when you get older, the... Act of being drunk is a quite a turn off, isn't it? Like in Two Cats last night, all the women were really sexy when I first got in there, and then at two in the morning, just idiots. Unless you're drunk, I think being drunk is a turn off. And that, my friend, is why we invented beer goggles. <laughs> 
otherwise known as lots of booze. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in 2016, an Air Transat flight from Glasgow landed in Toronto after two pilots were charged with being impaired through alcohol ahead of the flight. Although, in fairness, anyone that leaves Glasgow is drunk. It's the city's favourite pastime. That and other healthy things like eating elastic bands dipped in pig fat or whatever it is that a haggis is. I don't know what it is. Isn't it a sheep's stomach? It's it's somebody's stomach inside, uh, I think, someone else's stomach. <laughs> And it looks like a sausage, and they have it for breakfast. Are you not mixing this up with what's it called? Du- Turducken. Turducken. Yeah. No, I think we did that very recently on this show. But no, it's I'm I'm almost sure I had Scot- Scottish relatives, and we did have it actually like for a Christmas breakfast family thing one time, and it's it's weird. I've eaten it, and uh, the best. Well, I think you're being very polite by saying weird, hideous. I think is the word you're looking for. Did you enjoy it? I think I ate it. I don't remember if I enjoyed it. I was like eight or nine years old. I ate it. It was with <laughs> eggs and, you know, potatoes and all the other breakfast things. So Yeah, it's all right with 16 bottles of whiskey. You can usually get rid of it quite nicely. Uh, Durham Regional Police Officer last year was accused of discreditable conduct, conduct even, for removing a distressed kitten from the home of a pet owner, allegedly high on crystal meth. He told his friends that he took the cat to keep it safe. Not the only person who bragged about grabbing a pussy. Uh, in 2016, in Kensington Market here in Toronto, a woman took a huge bite on the on the arm of a restaurant employee after refusing to pay her tab. I don't remember that. Are you calling this as BS? Yes. Is incorrect, and it's a true story. Really? Yeah. Have any of them been untrue so far? Because I kind of remember all of them. All of these have been true so far, yeah. In Toronto's Mm. Kensington Market, a woman took a huge bite on the arm of a restaurant employee after refusing to pay her tab. It's not known what the dispute was about, but in her defence, the food must have been bad. If you're going to resort to eating your server, I think that makes quite bad food. Maybe you're going for the insanity plea in case you get caught on the dine and dash. Yeah. You ever bitten anyone? As a child, yep. (laughs) Or in the bedroom as an adult. Um... Pokemon Go players in 2016 came under fire from a pellet gun near one of Newmarket's Pokestops. If you know what a Pokestop is, congratulations, you. You are cool. Uh, Newmarket is so dull, it should be promoting an alternative virtual parallel universe, really. If you do live in Newmarket, you, you know you need that. That and pornography. You ever been to Newmarket? Yeah, I've lived near uh, Newmarket. That was like the closest place I could go to as a kid for, you know, a movie, a big movie. Yeah. I don't know if when you drive in, it says underneath New Market, really exciting, does it? No, I, it should say some strip malls and some subdivisions. <laughs> There's nothing else to it. If New Market had a license plate, New Market, some strip malls and some subdivisions. The infamous video of Rob Ford smoking crack cocaine was finally released publicly last year, although it was so weird, wasn't it? Because I, by that point, no one really wanted to see it. Uh, also, Doug Ford's book was uh, promised to be a scathing attack on the evil media. Uh, he said, and I quote, this is a direct quote, Doug said, you will read this book and it will rock the political world. It will rock the media world, I can assure you. Uh, turned out to be nothing of a sort, really. It was about as rocking as Charday and a warm cup of tea. Uh, Doug said a few weeks ago, this is going to be the, a bestseller, mark my words, a bestseller like this country has never seen before. Uh, He also said this is going to be a great Christmas gift. 
This sounds this sounds like someone else. This is oh, this honestly true. He did no, say this. No, but you know who I mean, right? This sounds eerily familiar to the way someone else talks. I, I wonder who you mean, Pat. Let's just go through that sentence again. And, and you can buzz the points that you particularly highlight. This is going to be a bestseller. Mark my words. <laughs> this will be a bestseller like this country has never seen before. Oh, this bit's not so relevant. This is going to be a great Christmas gift. Um, and uh, mark my words, you've never seen anything like this. Who does it remind you of? Is he orange? Yes, yeah, parts of him are. <laughs> it's one, it's, uh, two parts of him very small that are exposed and one part very probably small. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, he said it's going to be a great gift. Christmas gift. If someone had bought me Doug Ford's book for Christmas, I would assume they hated me and wanted me to die. I don't care about the man one way or another, but I I can't imagine what the book would contain that would be interesting other than if he was just taking vicious political shots. Like if it was a gospel book. Which he didn't. Exactly. So what? I don't know what else he has to yeah, offer. Yeah, and other it's than probably like unfair a, of both of us to judge it because I'm assuming you haven't read it and I, I know no, I haven't. I but would never read John it. John Moore, who does all my work for me by reading things that I don't want to read, says he's read it and there's absolutely nothing at all scathing about any reporter. There's not even really any names of any reporters. And the other thing is, if there was... Who cares? Oh, what? A reporter does cocaine. So? Of course they do. Have you met the media? Yeah, they're the worst. It's them and politicians. Yeah. It's the worst people so in the when world. When he said there's going to be this scathing attack on everyone in the media that brought down my brother and I, so? Like, even if you had to put names of all the drugs and all the reporters, so what? Not even drugs. If there was, like, real corruption or some collusion or some, yeah. something good, like something real. But, again, other than that, they know about making signs. They have a successful company. But what else do they got? What else do they got, he says. Grammatically incorrectly, but I let it slide because I like him. Uh, 2016 was also a month that uh, marked as a very weird one, actually, when uh, there was a particular month, I think it was in summer, when two capybaras escaped from High Park Zoo. The two large rodents escaped in, uh, I think it was May, actually, and they remained at large for weeks in High Park. The High Park Zoo dubbed the animals just six months old, Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, the daring escape led to dozens of sightings. Animal detectives flocked to High Park to try and find the critters. One was eventually caught on June the 12th. The other one remained... Uh, what do they call that when you're... Rem- on the lamb? Is that what it is? Remained <laughs> on the lamb... Until, uh, it's just too many animals, I can't cope. Until June 28th. It remained a fugitive. That's much better, thank you, yes. Um, the hunt for Bonnie and Clyde reportedly cost the city $15,000, right? So I, I thought, well, how much is a capybara then? Probably more than that. No, it's not. Really? I, I, I have here, this is the extensive research that I did. You can buy a capybara from an American website that uh, sells an, rare animals, which is definitely not in any way dodgy. Sure. Um, you can buy one. I'll give you... Here's the actual ad. Two-month-old baby female capybara, bottle-fed and doing very well. She will sit on your lap if you sit down for a minute. She likes scratches and attention. $1,200. Really? US. What, are, what are the costs of some other animals, just for a point of reference? Well, I, I'm glad you asked because it's almost like you know what I'm going to say. It, after that, it says, note, we'll swap for a bobcat. What? So a $1,200 for a bobcat? A capybara is the same price as a bobcat. So in answer to your question, and I can't believe I can answer this, 
The answer is, well, it's about the same price as a bobcat, mate. Well, the, by the laws of economics, shouldn't the supply of bobcats be so plentiful then that it's actually at 1,200? Like, I know there's a lot of capybaras because they're like little rodents, so there's lots of them. But aren't bobcats rare? Oh, I've never seen a bobcat. I've seen one from a great distance on the other side of a frozen lake, closest I've ever gotten to one. <laughs> It was probably just a cat. No, 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 no. It was it was an enormous, enormous thing. Absolutely. Sure, it wasn't a narwhal. Did it come through the ice with a large spike? No, it was just walking along the other side. Well, narwhals don't walk, so that is out. <laughs> I just wanted to say narwhal. It's not easy to get into conversation. To be honest, the fact that we've got capybaras, bobcats and narwhals into this conversation, I think the show's done. Was there a price on narwhals? Uh, narwhals. Uh, text in, how much is a narwhal? Seven ten ten. I remember reading ages ago that a chimp would be like $50,000. Honestly, I'm not joking, because someone look up how much is a narwhal. How'd you buy a narwhal? Well, apparently, I just found out recently, you could buy anything but the whales and the pit bulls in uh, Canada. So you could buy any animal, I guess. Some There's probably some hunter or trapper who is willing to... You know, get it. You can buy one pit bull, but you can't sing. <laughs> uh, t- text in 71010, how much is a narwhal? I- ideally, narwhal owners, but that is getting a bit niche. Or narwhal dealers. Yes. If you run a website like narwhalsareus.ca, then um, get in touch. How much is a narwhal? Ted's Narwhal Emporium. Someone else just texted and they said, remains at large. That's a good way of putting it. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Uh, we're still waiting for Pat to buzz in on the fake story. We're looking back at 2016 here on News Talk 1010 with Vinnie White and we're discussing what the hell happened. Well, I know that one was real. That one is real. Uh, last year in 2016, the iconic neon Toronto sign was vandalised during Nuit Blanche. Someone wrote titties on it. Uh, but someone else, slightly more considerate, changed the word titties to titles. It's true. Did that happen? Actually true. Jesus, people are stupid. Right, what, for for changing it to titles and not coming up with something more creative? No, I, I, just for doing it in the first place. <laughs> what a stupid thing to just spray. That's such a, you know... A, I very much disagree with you. As an art festival, thing. I think we should all be encouraged to be interactive with our environment. And if there's one thing that many of us can relate to, there's nothing wrong with titties. Yeah, that's fair, but just the word. Yeah. It's not the most mature thing I've ever done. I bet it was like a university professor. <laughs> it's just, oh, I just need to let off steam. Uh, last year, students demanded the U of T take action over transphobic comments by the uh, psychology professor, Jordan Peterson, yep, the University of Toronto hired psychology professor Jordan Peterson to teach psychology, but he ended up being uh, quite in the news last year because he refused to use gender-neutral pronouns. Uh, Mr. Master, Miss, Mrs. Peterson said there's nothing wrong with using the term him and her. She, he, they went on to say that she, he, they found the whole argument rather silly. And actually, I agree with him, her. You should see him on Joe Rogan's podcast. They did about three straight hours on it. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah, it's very much slaying the sort of PC and social justice warrior stuff that goes on on campuses and the language policing and all from like an intellectual standpoint. And he talks about how it's how awful it's been uh, throughout history when people have done this. Like this is it's absolutely not the first time, obviously. 
that people have crusaded like this against language, so. Pat. What's up? Never mind that. Do you want to know how much a narwhal is? Absolutely. 200 grand. Are you kidding? That sounds about right because it's a huge animal, isn't it? What's upset me about the texts that have come in so far is that one says 200 grand, one says 300 grand. That is quite a margin. No, that sounds about right because you know the the price of these huge animals probably varies based on like the quality of the animal and its its age. lineage and it, exactly the age, how sharp its horn is. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. The right, it's like the sluggy giant, uh, or um, you know, sea lion type thing with a big. That's horn. correct. They're very good if you want to mix a mammal with something to organize a shish kebab. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's upset me, though, is someone has texted in and said, uh, what does a wolverine cost? Hey, I want answers, not questions. Who who would want a wolverine? It's one of the... It's like a, the real Tasmanian devil. If you know the price of a narwhal to the nearest $100,000, please to text it in. Um, $200,000, $300,000. Someone else texted in $250,000. So I think we're in the area. Quarter yeah. of a million. Um, and also to apparently that this uh, news talk uh, radio program has become how much is that animal? So if you do know the price of a wolverine, please text in the price of a wolverine. Good. Uh, last year, did this happen? A post-media sports writer was charged with mischief after allegedly tossing a beer can at a Baltimore outfielder during a wild card game. No, I remember that. Here's a fact. Post media must pay better than News Talk 1010 because I couldn't afford to throw away a beer purchased at a sports game. In the usual spirit of Canada, because one idiot has now done something, all beer must be poured into plastic cups, so we all suffer. Uh, and uh, this year, someone will probably throw a shoe, so we'll have to wear flip-flops. Next year, someone will throw a flip-flop, so we'll have to wear thick socks. And I should imagine by 2019, someone will fill a sock full of dirt and throw that. So by 2020, you'll have to dress in a duvet poncho and drink water from a cannon, because this is Ontario. Uh, 2016 also was uh, the year that Mariah Carey purportedly received a million dollars to perform at the new Saks flagship store here in Toronto for unveiling of its first holiday display windows. Something tells me she'll be a lot cheaper next year. She has definitely lost some value I think of late. If Mariah Carey was a stock, she'd probably be MySpace uh, or BlackBerry. Mariah Carey. I don't know why they picked Mariah Carey. Surely Jim Carey is a better choice. Canadian and capable capable of ad-libbing if needed. Uh, is that true or not? Uh, I have no recollection of that. It's so outside of my wheel wheelhouse, both that store and that artist. It is true. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. December 2016, OPP pulled over a car swerving uh, on the 400, driven by an 11-year-old boy, thinking that he was playing Grand Theft Auto, basically. He was uh, in his parents' vehicle, had stolen it. 11-year-old boy swerving on the Highway 400. Um, I'm obsessed with Grand Theft Auto. But they did manage to stop him before he used a baseball bat on a prostitute. Um, that is true. Yeah. Um, is this true? Life coach and emotional wellness author launched an online petition to change the name of Sick Kids Hospital because the name is upsetting. Fake. Is true. Oh, yo, yo. <laughs> She's urged the hospital to take out the word sick out uh, in an online petition. Uh, she said, uh, children are open to suggestion. She's a life coach and she says that it would make more sense to use the words healing or even, and I'm not making this up, magic as opposed to sick. Magic Children's Hospital. That's a stupid name. Sounds like you might as well just call it Hogwarts. Uh, and finally, is this true? <laughs> I sort of given it away because I've said finally. 
<laughs> Pretend I didn't say finally. Is this true? A uh, small spaceship parked on Lake Ontario. Good. I'm glad we played. Back in a minute on News Talk 1010. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Last year, during this high-quality, beautiful thing that is a weekly radio show, I was joined on an almost weekly basis, nearly every week she came in. Her name is Amanda Capito. She's a news junkie, news connoisseur, and she's back. And it's 2017, and we're doing it all over again. Hello, Amanda Capito. Hello, can't wait for a new year. Yep, let's shoot for more radio mediocrity. <laughs> I like that, yes. How was your Christmas slash New Year? It was lovely. I know you were saying that you didn't do much for New Year's, neither did I. No. I, I just laid low. I didn't even do the countdown, actually. I went to bed at 10.30. Wow. <laughs> Is that the first time in your life you've never, a certain adult drinking age, you've no, never? No, the last three years, I haven't done it. What are you, 62? <laughs> Because, you know, I just feel like it's overhyped. It is overhyped. And so one of the years I was actually traveling and I was in India. Like, I've always had very, uh, you know, deliberate excuses. This year I actually actively decided not to do it because it's just been so great in my past years. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to just sleep well. Start off the new year with January 1st being your party day. I had a grand, a huge brunch with mimosas. So so you're doing it. You're just I'm doing, doing it, off it differently. Beat, yes, way. offbeat. Missing the crowds. Last day, I just did a relaxation date. I went to yoga. I had a facial, laid low, mm. had, went to the keg for a nice steak dinner, and went to bed. That's all right, isn't it? Right? I like it. Um, I can. I don't wish to outdo you, but I think I'm going to. Oh, gosh. Okay, what was um, yours? First of all, I'm going to tell you the sad bit, and then I'm going to tell you the fun bit. I went to the local with the lady, uh, put a plastic hat on, felt a bit ill, did the party popper at 12, finished my beer, and went home to bed. So it was sort of, I should have just not bothered. Yeah. Really. Like, why do it? That's why people feel so obliged to do it. I know. The, the first year that I slept through it when I was in India, I was like, every every fiber of my being was just being like, you should not be going to sleep before midnight. But now, once you do it once, yeah. you're fine. It's fine. You actually get a great sleep. So anyway, maybe next year, consider it. Day before that, mm-hmm. right? So New Year's Eve Eve, I was drunk in Mexico City on a boat <laughs> with a mariachi band. That's amazing. <laughs> You can't make that up. I had in one hand a tequila, uh, another one an electronic cigarette, and I was being serenaded with a bunch of friends in the warm 23 degree sunshine Beautiful. by a mariachi band. Amazing. I know. That was my rock and roll moment. Have you ever been to Mexico City? Um, No, not probably. Like, I went through it, but I didn't actually spend real time there. The airport doesn't count. Are you just yeah. talking about the airport? Yeah. Oh, don't be one of those people. Well, no, and like we did, we spent like a day-ish around, but I was young, I was with my family, like it just, I just doesn't, doesn't count. doesn't count. I know. But that's I, was like, I was in a shop the other day, they said, where are you from? I said, London. They go, oh, I love Heathrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you haven't been to London, have you? No, I was just changing. Good coffee. <laughs> the coffee in a airport is the same in Mexico City as it is in London anyway. I know, but it's like awkward to answer that question, have you been there? I wouldn't say I uh, love... Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't but know I wouldn't if... say I love Mexico City. I wouldn't take a, a bold statement as that no. and then base it off the airport. That's, Fair enough. You know. um, oh, I learned a lot. You're not going to believe this. They're not rapists. <laughs> not all of them. No. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? You know, you go to some of these places, even when I went to India, people came back and were like, were you were you okay? I was yeah. like, yeah, I didn't get raped. Is that what you're asking yeah. me? Like, I don't know. People accept these weird expectations. Some of them you can see where it comes from. Some you yeah, can't. But yeah. With, um, yeah, it's really good. It's really, really safe. There was one point, I was like, all people have got their phones on tables outside 
cafes yeah in the, uh, the downtown trendy hipster bit called Roma Roma uh, Mexico City and people with bags and like just everywhere you could easily if you wanted to I thought it was quite criminal but I felt way safer in Mexico City than I did in for example Barcelona really yeah for sure wow it was really really tranquil and most much of it was beautiful Mexico gets a bad rep it does the thing is it's it sort of if you look at the numbers in Mexico yeah and the numbers aren't wrong it, you would think you're going to get shot as soon as you cross the border yeah but the numbers are only related to drug cartels and drug trafficking so if you're not mm-hmm. in a drug gang and you're just on holiday and you you know not in the wrong place at the wrong time you're going to be fine yeah and the chances of being in the wrong place at the wrong time are much slimmer than people would like to think right so yeah it's not very funny but it was good time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't got any real mind-bending stories from there though apart from that mariachi band on a boat that's still pretty good it was just like hanging out drinking coffee and and eating tacos oh, i've got a bad belly though <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Okay, uh, some newsy poos for you. Owners of a Manitoba business that rents ice fishing huts are celebrating after an ice fishing shack was stolen on Christmas Eve but found a couple of days later. Wait, okay, okay, so explain. So, have you ever been ice fishing? (laughs) Yes, I have. Ice fishing, for those that haven't, is not fishing for ice. It's fishing through ice. It's essentially um, getting drunk in a hut with a fire on, looking out the window, watching frozen holes slowly freeze back over. <laughs> Fair enough? Fair enough. Apparently there's some fish involved. Never seen one. Because what people, many people don't even realise is, and I didn't know this, was that people, they drop their line down, but it's not like regular fishing where you're holding the rod and yeah. like waiting for a tug. You actually just have all these rods set up. Do you have, right. Have, right? If, yeah. if yours was like this too? And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you can only have something like five it depends Nines. what areas. Yeah, there's certain like maximums and yeah. depending where you are. So I had, yeah, maybe in mine area it was, I think it was five as well. Maybe yeah. even we had six, but we had a big plot. You get like sectioned off what your area is. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you wait and then you have the rod like kind of strapped in. And then if one gets, pu- you hear it jiggling and then you go run to it if you see, but it like, it takes so long to get a fish that it you just have a, to leave it. I've never done it. Yeah. You and the, the, just, the, oh, you never caught one? I've never caught one. Aww. No. I have had one because the people that were ice fishing near us, when I say near us, I mean about three kilometers away because this is Canada, um, they um, felt sorry when they came over oh. and said, do you want one of our fish? And I said to them, like, it would be helpful if I could drill more lines. And they said, you can't. I was near Ottawa at the time. Yeah. And they said, you can only do, I think, five. And I said, yeah, but who's going to tell? And they told me. You no, know, they come around and yeah. check. Yeah, I know. They're very... Imagine this, right? Apparently yeah. the year before, they were sitting there in their little hut, had the stereo on, couldn't hear anything because they were banging out some pretty loud tunes, having a few beers. They had their five little lines through the holes. Yep. And uh, look out the window, bloody aeroplane there. Just landed next to them on the ice with skis on it. And it was the OPP or whoever's in charge of this stuff. Yeah. And um, RCMP? I don't know who it is. OPP, I suppose. And uh, the uh, water and fisheries peeps. And they counted their lines and said, have a good day, eh? And jump back in their plane. Yeah, they do. They can. And I think there's even certain regulations on how many fish you can catch and what kinds. And, like, I think they have Yeah, you have to throw rules. about the little tiddlers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is fun. I mean, it gets you out. It is. It's a great Canadian tradition. It really is. I did yeah. it up in North Bay. It was good fun. Uh, the owner of the ice fishing hut, who rents them out to anyone who wants to sit around doing this, uh, is over the moon to have it back. Apparently what happened, right? Christmas Eve, someone stole it. Dragged it away, probably on a quad bike. The uh, the hut itself. The hut. Which is, like, insane because everyone leaves their huts. Like, it's just a... Yeah. You set them up and... 
Well, this one was a particularly nice one. It was one of his five elite oh. huts. He called it an ice condo. Wow, okay. Yeah, it was really nice. It's got like full heater in there, Okay. beer fridge, which, by the way, that has got to be the most stupid thing in the world. You're ice fishing and you've got a fridge. <laughs> Why not just leave them outside the door? Yeah. That is, that Isn't is that funny. stupid? Yeah, that's really funny. Oh, I'll tell you what he needs. Something to keep all this cold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's got all this stuff in there. Um, apparently, he's got a full bed in there as well. Oh, you? wow. So Would you want to sleep in a, in a shed or not? But people, yeah, because sometimes they stay overnight. Like mm. the people ice fishing who are really dedicated, they'll stay overnight and spend several days there. Oh, right. They'll pack a bunch of food and it's like a little camp trip. Sounds like the hellish version of cottaging <laughs> it's like what canadians do we're like trying to make the best of most of yeah. our weekends in the winter <laughs> uh, it's been recovered intact after they posted on social media that they were upset about it going missing and it appears that with all the media sensation nothing happens near uh, i think it was just north of winnipeg i don't think anything really happens around there so this is a big deal and how do you hide that like if you were the one who stole it You'd have a real hard time, yeah. right? Especially if it was so elite. Because usually they all kind of look the same. But the ones that really stand out, which it sounds like this one did, like you're not going to be able to sell it. You're not going to be able to pop it on the ice next year. Exactly. They're going to know. So Why would you do that? Dumb. Uh, moving on, did you hear that there is the new uh, technology show that's going on in Las Vegas? It happens every year. Oh, yes, I know the show, yeah. It uh, promotes new inventions from around the world. Love it. Yeah, what's coming up? Okay, do you want any of these things? Can't um, wait. I love these. Th I usually want all of them. Okay. Yeah, you might not need this one. Um Pregnancy seems to be uh, one of the uh, health tech preoccupations this year. It's called AVA. It's a centre equipped with a wristband that apparently alerts women to when they're most fertile. Do okay. Well, if I ever were to have, want to have kids, yeah. then maybe. So not right now. Not if right now. If you're with Mr. Right and you're making a little Amanda, then you may also want him to wear track fertility. It's a DIY sperm count test that tells the associated app that sets the owner uh, of a penis when he's at his most sperm count and most fertile. All right. I mean, people probably pay a lot of money to get specialists to tell them this sort of thing. So maybe having it yourself would be very helpful and save you some money and time. It alerts you to things like when you've drunk too much alcohol. Uh, okay. So if it's sort of, and when it's coupled up with her wristband, if you're both wearing a wristband, um, then like that wristband can tell her what's going on. Oh, so she's like, oh, I shouldn't waste my time. He yeah, so exactly. Today. So imagine, imagine, Amanda, that you and I were trying to make a baby. <laughs> Not a thought that's regularly passed my mind, but for the moment, I've got trackmysperm.com or whatever it is on my wrist. You've got track my fertility on yours, right? If I go out for a drink and I put in the truth in yeah. my in my little Watch. wristband yeah. and say, yeah, I've had three pints. Wait, so when you drink, is this a silly question? When, when guys drink, their sperm count goes down? If you drink a lot, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I think it slows the swimmers down a bit. Okay. It slows everything down, doesn't it? Let's I'm be sure, honest. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, if I was to have a, a few pints too many and I was to be honest in my wristband, right? so if I set the settings up to talk to your wristband, right. it will say, don't bother with Vinny tonight. He's down the <laughs> pub. He's already had three. Not worth it. Plus... <laughs> You're not firing on all four cylinders. Have a crack in the morning. Yeah. It gives you advice like that. Probably not in those words. Right. Probably doesn't say have a crack in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. All right, all right. That's interesting. Good to know. Um, there's a Japanese uh, invention that folds your clothes. Essentially, you put your clothes away in the cupboard, and the cupboard sort of wrestles with them overnight. You just chuck them in a drawer, and it will organise them and slowly fold them. All right. All right. It sounds all right, doesn't it? But... $26,000. Wow. That seems like it's not worth it. <laughs> also, I'd be weird. I would be worried that it would it would fold 
them improperly or ruin my clothes. Like, yeah. How is it folding it? I would just be skeptical. I just think on, on a philosophical level as well, I think life needs some hardship. I don't think that we should have everything so yeah, organized. Yeah, done for us. Like, because should... imagine if you had like all of the tech gadgets that make your life better yeah. in this one show in your life. Right, it probably is something that wipes your bum for you. Actually, the B day <laughs> nearly does that. They invented that hundreds of years yeah, ago. Yeah, the bidet. Yeah, the bidet. <laughs> um, the B day. <laughs> I'm English, innit? it? Is... Um, <laughs> no, said it like that. <laughs> well, what do the French say? That's the most important thing. What do they say? I don't know. Bidet, probably, isn't it? Yeah. I think you, t- you might have a point. Bidet on it. sounds like birthday. Like you just shortened <laughs> birthday. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have context, no one would know what you're saying. I think they would. I think no. they know that a birthday doesn't clean your rectum. <laughs> yeah, because you said that. But if you were just like, yeah, just going to head out, you know, B-Day, <laughs> B-Day time. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, it's his birthday. Bye. Okay. <laughs> took a very weird line. And also, why did I just say it cleans your rectum? Surely your re- I don't think any device cleans your rectum. <laughs> You didn't even catch that. I went way too high. Yeah. Let's come back down. Back down. Take right. it down a notch. Also, let's move on to other things because <laughs> it's getting a bit smutty <laughs> and I don't like it. Um, there's a new one. It's called uh, A Scarf. It's by a French company called Wear. And it's um, an interesting, discreet, wearable tech that's inter- internet connected. It um, works out when the air's quite bad um, with a little sensor within the scarf. Sends a message to your smartphone, and then you can put it up over your face, and it filters out any uh, dodginess. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but I think that's interesting. I think again, don't we just like if you're behind a bit bus and it's emitting big black fumes, and you feel yeah. like you're choking? Like, put it on. Just put it on anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the world's first vibrating tight cut jeans that offers wearers directions without having to look at a screen. So what you do is you say, "I need to go to I don't know Tim Hortons," right? And it will direct you to the nearest one, like it would on Google Maps. But Google Maps sends messages to your pockets and vibrates. When you have to turn. Yeah. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Cool. That's quite good, isn't it? That talk about wearable technology. This is the future. That'd be yep. really handy if you're on a motorbike as well. Because I yes. can't whenever I'm on my motorbike, I can't look at a screen. Yeah, or if you're like in a country that you don't know, you might be scared of getting mugged, you don't want to have your phone out all the time. Yes. Right? There it just, is. Yeah. Love that. Um any more for any more? One more? One more. Airbag clothing. Okay. So imagine you're on a motorbike or you're an old woman and you fall down the stairs. That's amazing. Now, is it wrong that I would buy that and throw myself down the stairs? <laughs> That's amazing. I love all of this. Way better, isn't it, that? I really love that. Yes. So the idea is it, it can, in theory, release in a millisecond or about two or three milliseconds. And then, boosh, off you go and you look like Michelin Man. That's great. Even for kids, when they're learning to ride their bike... Yeah, but again, you see, I'll come back to the don't you need a bit of hardship? Yeah, but you also don't want them to crack their skull. But you are, <laughs> we are dangerously close to literally wrapping them in cotton wool. <laughs> <laughs> we are now moving from the metaphor I into the real world. I wouldn't put them on that every day, just if they were doing something particularly that would be, you know, or even... But then there's more judgment in a parent. It's already a nightmare being a parent. Did you see little Johnny? He was riding a bicycle. He didn't even have his power suit on. <laughs> but you're clearly judging me for wanting to put a power suit on him. Yeah, I am a bit. Yeah, parents get judged either way, so it's lose lose. I Listen, say just put, I fell off my bicycle and I broke legs and bones and scraped myself up. And if I did it, then my child could bloody well get cut up too. Okay, well, mine, my kids are going to be safe and sound and not have any broken bones. 
Text in, would you put... <laughs> this is this week's text in. Would you put a power suit that saves your kid from any problems like falling off bicycles or falling downstairs permanently on your child? And I'm not saying I would go over the top. They could still play soccer or whatever sports they're going to play without looking ridiculous and having a power suit on. Yeah. But like, if they're if this is their first time ever riding a two-wheel bike, I'd put it on. <laughs> Also, old people, like elderly, who fall and break hips. This is how people, a lot of them die from silly complications from a little broken bone. So I'd, I'd wrap my grandmother up in a power suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it on that. That's the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> you heard it here first. You're listening to News Talk 1010. And Amanda Capito would wrap her grandmother in a power suit. Good night. And thank you for all your texts all the way through the uh, evening. It's very good. Uh, Narwhal is about a quarter of a million dollars, so uh, I don't think I'll be buying one anytime soon. Also, you've got to invest quite a lot in a tank, I should think. Thank you, Pat, for being a lovely producer, and I will see you here next week. Everyone, uh, a great deal of thank yous for listening. If you want to download this podcast, you can go to vinniewhite.co.uk. See you soon.